Joe Simmons. And I'm Abraham Simmons. And this is Tequila Confidential. On tonight's episode of Tequila Confidential, we'll talk about our favorite tequilas. Mine is Tezon from Olmeca. And mine is Tapatio from La Alteña. You should go out and get a couple of bottles of these two because you're not going to believe how good they are. If you can find them. So I brought the wheels back just so that, you know, if we want to use them for reference, I think they're good tools. Did you ever put a picture of the wheel somewhere? I put a link to them on Facebook. Okay, so there's a link to the Academia Patron Tequila Tasting tasting wheel. Wheel. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about our favorite tequilas. My favorite, your favorite, and we don't know each other's favorite tequila, so we're about to embark on a little bit of a journey here where we will introduce both of the tequilas and see where the conversation goes and talk a little bit about each of them. Maybe they're related. Who knows? Okay. Here we go. I'm going to introduce my current favorite tequila. Drum roll, please. (laughs) And here it is. Tapatillo. Tapatillo. My goodness gracious. Specifically the repasado. I see. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Before we start talking about Tapatio, I do want to mention that at some point we'll do an episode on La Alteña. So we're not going to get too into the weeds on that right now. What's La Alteña? La Alteña is the distillery where Tapatio tequila is made. Yes. And there are a bunch of other brands that are also made there, some of which we have reviewed, namely Tequila Ocho and El Tesoro. However, we're not going to get into that whole rigmarole right now because it is just that, a rigmarole. One thing you should note, though, just so you don't get confused, is that, yes, Tequila Ocho does come from La Alteña, and, yes, it does have a different gnome. What does that mean? You know, we're not going to get into it right now. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's not what we're getting into right now. But I did just want to let people know in case they wanted to do some reading on their own. It can be really confusing if you didn't already know that. So let's get into it. Okay. Yeah, let's let's pour some. Well, I don't know that I have much experience with Tapatia recently. Okay. And yeah, let me pour you some, and then you pour me some of your favorite. If I had to choose one tequila for sentimental reasons as well as how darn good it tastes, drum roll, please. Bing! Tesón. Okay. Reposado. See? See. Okay. Classic. Now, there is a problem with this bottle. Tell me. It's not corked. As I was bringing it over here, it fell over. So there's oh. not a whole lot left. Oh, my. But. What a shame. I'm going to give you. Did a you little, just open it, too? Uh, I'm not even going to answer that question oh because Lord. I'm going to cry. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, okay. So here you but go. That's all right. There's some in there. There's some. There's some. There's I'm some open, in there. I'm letting you taste it, but that's <laughs> it. <laughs> all right. Well. Okay. I'm going to try this tap, and you try that. 
you know, you know, when you go to a restaurant and you ask for tapatio on your sandwich, you say, and some tap, please. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? When yeah. talking about tapatio. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> no. Yeah, definitely not. Did you know that tapatio? I didn't know this, though, but while I was doing my research, you know, a bunch of sources about tapatio, the hot sauce came up, and apparently it's the most popular condiment in the United States. Like, it surpasses... Uh, Ketchup, ketchup, oh, and on. mustard, right? No, I, I, I didn't believe it, but I, that's what I read in oh, a couple spots. On. So that's, that's the people at Tapatio trying to fool you. <laughs> that can't be. That just simply can't be. I mean, come on, they don't I have don't Tapatio at McDonald's, don't they? <laughs> Do they? I don't know. I well, don't know. Th- this would be interesting for more research. But anyways, okay. anywho, let's let's talk about tequila. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. All right, I'm tasting Tapatio here, and I am tasting. Tesón, repasado. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. Ah. <laughs> you know better than I remember. Yeah, this is fabulous. I mean, I haven't tried it before, but this is really... Wait, do we want to try... Let's try the tequila pistachios. We're trying to introduce a little fun element to every episode now. This has nothing to do with the episode topic, but we're eating tequila pistachios tonight while we're drinking our tequila and they're these pistachios that have this coating on the outside that's kind of like a grapefruit coating and then you're supposed to suck on the outside of it take a sip of tequila then eat the pistachio and i've never tried it before but the expert over here has oh i think i'm forgetting who got it for me i'm gonna just default to your mom Mm. and i'm gonna say as i do this I thought of about five great jokes about sucking on these nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to tell any of them on the radio, on, on, the, on the podcast. Mm. I love it. But, okay, now, did you... We'll talk after the podcast. <laughs> we'll talk. Mm. Okay. Now, you see how mm. the grapefruit changes the, the texture of that mm-hmm. on their tongue and the whole... Oh, just wonderful. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's fabulous. I like that. Mm -hmm. Well, let's start getting into these tequilas. I'm going to start with Tapatio, if you don't mind. And I'm going to start with the name, Tapatio. Tapatio is named after El Jarabe Tapatio, which is the national dance of Mexico. Really? Yes. That's why it's got the, the people dancing on it, also known as the Mexican hat dance. No way. Yeah. You learn something every day. Yes, you do. And this dance was actually something that originated in Guadalajara, and it was a courtship dance. I can see how the courtship would be a little easier to handle after a couple of these. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you this much. There is no actual translation for tapatio. However, it is used in Spanish as slang to refer to people that are from Guadalajara. Wow. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, something I learned while I was doing this research is that there is actually a fierce rivalry between people from Guadalajara and people from Mexico City. What? People from Guadalajara refer to people from Mexico City as chilangos, and people from Mexico City refer to people from 
Guadalajara as Tapatios. Now, I don't know if any of that is derogatory. I'm just repeating what I read. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're just simply going to have to go down there and check it out. What do yeah. you say? <laughs> I That's a great way to figure it out. Yeah. Just go to the neighborhood and scream it at the top of your lungs. Am I right? Oh, well. <laughs> oh boy. See if you can get back. You know, I have a similar thing to do with for you. The name Tezon cool. is actually short for Tezontol. Tezontol. Do you know what a Tezontol is? I don't. It's a big-ass stone. Okay. Not only is it a stone, but it's a volcanic stone. That they use to make, wait for it, wait for it, a tahona. I, okay, I was thinking when you, as soon as you said big ass stone, I, I, the wheels started turning, oh, so to speak. Very good, very good. I see what you did there. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, a tezontul is what they make a tahona out of. Tezon is short for that. And did you already tell me about the distillery where yours is made? I, I don't want to jump the gun on that. I kind of mentioned it early on and that I didn't want this to turn into a presentation on La Altenia because we will have an entire episode on La Altenia. Okay. Well, I'll tell you a little bit about this one because it's kind of cool. First of all, for those of you who are going out there trying to find a bottle of Tezon, it may take a while. It takes a long time to find Tezon because it looks like they stopped making or backing it oh six to ten years ago. So there's not a lot of it on the shelves. The folks at Almeca are still making all kinds of tequila. And they're saying that that's probably the reason why Tezon doesn't exist as much anymore, is that they are making the Almeca Altos brand, and they're backing that, and they're trying to sell a lot of it. I don't think it's half as good. It is decent, but I don't think it's half as good as the Tezon. We'll so, have to let our audience decide that. Yeah, so if you yeah. really want to like figure out why I'm so confused, go get yourself a bottle of Tizon and a bottle of Olmeca Altos and compare the two. I got the bottle that we're drinking now in Italy. Wow. I was in Bari, and uh, we were looking for a very specific kind of wine my wife and I, and came upon this great liquor store in Bari, and instead we found a number of bottles of Tezon Repo. Oh, Very cool. Do you know what we did? What we, did you do? We went out and bought a suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> we bought all the Repo we could find, and we bought some bubble wrap, and we bought some tape. And And they only had the repo. And we checked the bag and brought this on, and it checked the bag with a bunch of Tezon in it. Wow. Yeah. And it all made it home. And it almost made it to this table It almost made it to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Some of it did, so. Some of it did. Oh. That is absolutely fabulous. So, uh, how would you? That is, uh, how would you describe it? You know, might might be my new favorite, to be totally honest. <laughs> yeah. uh, I know a wonderful place in Italy where you can go get some. <laughs> it is truly unique. It's one of a kind. Oh. So, what they did is they built a distillery to replicate the production at Siete Leguas. Now. Siete Leguas at the time 
was actually making Petron. <laughs> so this is kind of a one-off from a one-off. Gotcha. Which is and kind that's of interesting. why you'll every once in a while see that bottle of Patron with a horse on it. Yes, you know that whole story about the Siete Leguas and Patron. Yes, a little bit. We'll, we'll talk about that at a later date. Yeah, so anyway. So much to cover. God, tequila. It's such know. a vast world. We keep saying, oh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk. We'll talk and about we will. We, we will. will. <laughs> we will. We'll be around. We'll be around. Yeah. But one of the beautiful things about this is the bottle itself, and the bottle has these great uh, metal sides to it that are affixed to the bottle. And it just is very cool. They have these four parts of this thing, an agave in the top and then a fire and a tohona and some water in the bottom. One of the great things about the bottle of tequila is the bottle itself. But I am so glad you brought that bottle of tapatio. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) I'm so glad you brought it because it's a bottle I would never have pulled off the shelf. (laughs) And it's so darn good. They are both great in their own respect for different reasons. <laughs> yes. But, you know, there's a lot of things that I do want to say about this tequila when we talk about La Altena. You know, there, there's a lot of history with La Altena, and it's very important for the context of this tequila in particular. I don't want to get too into it. A couple of things I do want to say, though, are that if you translate La Altena, this is another Google Translate hitch if you will is it comes out with haughty in english Hmm. haughty meaning you know pretentious and ill-tempered which this is anything but the real translation which when you look in the right places that you'll find is lady from the highlands wow yeah oh look at the bottom of the bottle over here it says this day 1937 what does that mean that means it's been being made since 1937 at La Altenia by the Camarena family. No way. Yeah, there's that name again. There's that name again. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to do something about those Camarenas. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. Now, there is a translation for Tezon as well. Oh, what's that? With intensity. Ooh. Okay, now, having tasted... Tezon, would you have to agree that that translation, while just short for that beautiful rock that they make tohonas out of, it also is... It's intense. It's also intense. <laughs> it's not just intense, though. It's intentional. Yes. Yeah. Oh, what a wonderful... I'm just continuing to taste it. It's just great. Mm-hmm. Let's hop into actually rating these tequilas now. Even though they are our favorites and they will obviously score high on our scales. Yeah, I think as long as a perfect 10 requires the sort of artistry that we've seen in the past on some of the bottling, this is going to be rating high. I do like the style. I like the fact that it's a square bottle. I like that the sides have these metal pieces inserted on them and that it's very thoughtful what they put onto the metal sides i feel like you're talking yourself into a one right now (laughs) (laughs) no 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 i like all that but it's not the same as having uh, somebody hand paint a bottle or some of the artistry that went into some of the other bottles that we've had so far well you've already started talking about it so what are you gonna give it 
Well, I'm going to give it out of one. I'm going to give it a, an 8.5. 8.5. Yeah, okay. 0.85. 0.85. Yeah. I am going to give my favorite flavor tasting tequila probably a pretty low rating in terms of presentation. The bottle itself, I feel, is very plain, very simple. There is not too much going on that stands out. Aside from on the back, there is some raised glass that says tequila tapatio and the figures dancing. It has a screw cap. It really doesn't look like anything special. Honestly, I think that's part of the charm, though. It's something you can get at a low price point, and it tastes amazing, and it is unassuming. This is one of the things I say. You know, people go and they spend hundreds of dollars on tequila, and it just doesn't have to happen that way. You know, mm-hmm. I think the Tezon, even though it's hard to find, still isn't going to be more than 60 bucks. But, oh, my goodness, is it good. And the same with Tapatio. I think that Tapatio tasted amazing, the Reposado. And, you know, to look at the bottle, you you would think you're going to get it for 20 bucks in the corner. But, yeah. but it's so much better than that. Yeah. Because of that, I'm going to only give it a four for presentation. I mean, a point four. I'm sorry. Point four for presentation. We have done presentation. Let's do smell. Okay. I don't know. I'm running out of Tezon, man. Getting, I know. I'm getting nervous. That's okay. Like I said, I purchased a few bottles in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. for the Tapatio, oh my it gives away that it's spicy from the smell, and I like that. It is a heavier, earthier kind of smell than I anticipated. And typically I like stuff that's a little bit more floral, but I like this too. That one's got here. Let me let me take a sniff of yours. Oh my goodness! So on both of these, wow, it, they're both burning my nose. Really? <laughs> yeah. There's great orange underneath, but there's this alcohol. They both are quite. They feel alcoholic to me. For the smell, I'm gonna try to use this wheel a little bit to give me some more clarity on what I'm smelling. I'm going to say there's definitely fruity flavors in there. I want to go with orchard, maybe like a cider sort of smell, maybe an apple sort of smell. I'm getting some spiciness for sure. Baking spices, not necessarily medicinal. So what are you giving it at the end of the day? And some earth, some mineralness, some maybe limestone, if I'm using the wheel to describe. I'm going to give it out of one for the smell. I'm going to give it a point nine. I really like it. Smells fabulous. And I like that it doesn't try to trick you. The smell is very reminiscent of the taste. 
I was going to dock it on that as well. So I'm going to give it a point eight five again. Point eight five. Okay. And then the initial taste. Yes, initial taste. Initial taste is going to get all the way up to. I'm going with three for the top of Theo. I'm going with four. Four. It's out of three. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I gotta give it less than four. Okay, I'll give it a three. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm gonna give it a. It's more than two five. I can't do that. It's it's two eight. Gotcha. 2.8. The Tapatio I really like because that initial flavor is very full-bodied. It's not like some other tequilas that I've described where it's very light and just kind of leads you into... No, it's bold right from the get-go. And... Isn't that great? I appreciate the boldness with this particular tequila. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about... That swallow, that aftertaste, that main body of the tequila. That's out of five? Out of five. I'm giving it a five. A five. <laughs> Makes sense. That's Makes why Tezon is Tezon. It's not because of the bottle. It's not because of the smell. It's the full-on taste. Mm. I might shave a little on the front end on that initial flavor, but, oh, my goodness, that's the beauty of Tezon. Mm. So what I noticed from this particular tequila is that it's very different if I leave it in my mouth versus if I swallow. Mm. Again, lots of orange, orange blossom, orange flavor. There's something about it that makes me want to say the word sweet, but it doesn't mean sweet in the normal sense of it doesn't arise to cotton candy level no no it's more more like flowers but reminiscent of sweetness interesting yeah and when there's no honeysuckle right thank you that was perfect a honeysuckle if there's no more tequila the aftertaste as you breathe in and you use your nose honeysuckle that's what that is hmm Interesting. Okay. Well, I mentioned in an earlier podcast why I like Tapatio so much is it had a little bit of spice to it, but it's not overwhelming. So I definitely appreciate that spiciness to it. There's a chocolatey flavor on the finish. Once you start to really pick it apart and get to the different flavors that are hanging out in there, you can taste a little bit more lemon you can get a little bit more of that cider, apple, orchard kind of taste. And it's also got an earthy mineraliness to it, kind of that limestone sort of flavor I mentioned on the smell. I'm going to give it a 4.9. I really like this stuff. <sighs> There's definitely room for improvement. But honestly, when I think tequila... And I think, what do I want to sip on, regardless of price point, regardless of presentation, regardless of if you're just going to put something in a glass and stick it in front of me, this is what I want. So that leaves you with a 9.5 and me with a 9.3. You said something funny and all too true. And that is, we're talking about tequila. (laughs) So one of the things I love 
about this tequila, Tezon, is that it doesn't forget it's tequila. Word. <laughs> okay. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I mean, there are plenty of like really expensive tequilas and you're done drinking them and it's like, wait, that's tequila, which is kind of cool and kind of interesting, especially the ultra aged stuff. And But this, this holds true to the tradition. You know, it's obviously made with the Tahona. It's obviously made slow cooked it's obviously real 100 percent agave but it's definitely tequila i love that flavor of agave coming right through i think we've done a good job highlighting our favorite tequilas and why they're our favorite tequilas so let's wrap up i'm joe simmons and i'm abraham simmons and this, this is, is tequila, tequila. Confidential. Confidential.